Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from Miro, who writes to us all the way from Voldoon. And they write, My name is Miro, but those in my caravan know me as Miro the Mechanic, because I build and invent devices from scrap and salvage. I'm a Volpera. Your Draenei friend Velmek saw one of us, quote, fox people, on his trip to Hatherford, though most of us live here in the deserts of Voldoon in Zandalar. I really enjoy your show. Oh, thank you. But I noticed recently how serious and impactful the war has become on the show's reports. The war has gotten very, very bad here, too. Many of us Volpera are eager and willing to help on the front lines, but we haven't officially been invited to either faction yet. One of our leaders said it would be unwise to fight directly until we're invited. If you ever had to fight in this war, what sort of fighter would you be, Tosh? Warrior? Mage? Priest? I'd be a good hunter, I think. Free Voldoon. Well, what a great question, Miro. I'm so sorry to hear about the impact the war has had on you and your people. If you heard our Wintervale holiday party broadcast you'll know that everyone here at the Half Hill Report wishes for peace in Azeroth. Um, so you're an inventor. You know, for some reason, the audio quality on the field reports we get from Rizak are really poor. Could you maybe give us some advice on how to improve the signal we get from him? It probably nothing you can do about the content. Anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Rumors are circulating throughout the Alliance of a major offensive that could be just weeks away. While no official word has come from Alliance leadership, it's widely believed that with the resolution of the internal conflicts within Kul and Lady Jaina Proudmore formally assuming command of the Kul fleet as Lord Admiral and declaring allegiance to the Alliance, a direct assault on the Zandalari capital of Zoldazar is likely. The Half-Hill Report will continue to monitor this story and report further developments. The Half-Hill Report is made possible this week thanks to a generous donation from the Explorers League. If you're a young Pandaren who's interested in ancient artifacts and looking for a life of adventure, the Explorers League may be for you. Founder Bran Bronzebeard invites you to join him and the rest of the Explorers. Inquiring Minds just got to know. It's time for Dwarven Dispatches from Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. Take it away, Eamon. Hello, lad. This dispatch is coming from Darkshore. Our unit was dispatched there right before Wintervale, and we've been fighting the Horde forces since then. It's been a back-and-forth battle for the control of Bashalaran and driving out the Forsaken. Our unit has been teamed with a unit of Gilneans, who seem to be a decent enough group of lads, although they do seem to shed a bit. I 
Suppose that can't be helped, really. The Night Warrior is a fearsome leader, and we're all inspired to follow her. But we all do wish she could do something about the lack of daylight. I'm used to the darkness in Ironforge, and the Gilneans don't seem to mind. But many of the other lads would appreciate a bit of daylight now and again. At least so we can find things a bit easier. Wait, just yesterday morning, at least I think it was morning... Our sergeant had the whole unit searching for a black cloak that his mother crafted for him. Ugh, what a kerfuffle. Well, that's all for this week. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingware Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, with Wintervale and the New Year behind us, the first Dark Moon Fair of the New Year kicks off tomorrow for another week-long celebration of the rare and exotic from throughout Azeroth. And speaking of the Dark Moon Fair, I've personally heard some rumors of a new ride coming. I'm certainly hoping that I have a better experience with that than I did being shot out of the cannon. And I don't really want to talk about it. And in just about four weeks, the annual Lunar Festival will begin throughout Azeroth. It's time again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, how goes domestic life? Are you and Daolin and Alice settling in as a family? Did you even have time to review an inn this week? Hey there, Tosh. Well, first, let me thank you for letting us move into room in Lazy Turnip while we look for place in Valley. I hope that moving back with your family is not too much trouble. No, no, not at all, and don't even mention it, my friend. My mom was happy to have me home, and my dad and brothers gave me some things to do around the farm that, well, that I couldn't make too many mistakes with. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, Taolin is a little bit restless and anxious to get back to her unit. They are still in Darkshore, but are getting ready for another deployment. But Taolin isn't released for duty yet. So, to take her mind off it, I decide to take her and Alice on little trip to Upton Borough in Boralus to do review for this week. Oh, that's great, and that sounds really interesting. But you're going to do a review of a whole section of Boralus? Well, you know I am thinking... Boralus is such a beautiful city and has so many nice parts, but it is so big that I don't think people really take time to look at whole city. Upton Borough is so pretty that I thought it would be a nice trip for Taolin and Alice and for to tell listeners about some interesting places to visit. Okay then, well, take us on the tour. Okay, so, first people should know that Upton Borough is right near Proudmoor Keep and is lovely place. So first I talk about a few small places we visit. Cupola Cafe, which was so fancy that the haughty host at door wouldn't even let us in. He say that this was exclusive place and children not welcome. So we not go in there, but we could see from door that place have nice view and private alcoves for small parties. Next place is Pinky's Groggery, which was nice outdoor place with large balcony overlooking water, but again no food, 
only for drinking. Barkeep there, Nicholas Mull, did have Pandaren drink called Wangzi Pure Malt, which is brewed in Valley of Four Windstosh. Well, that's interesting. It's nice to know our exports are getting out there and that the Kulturans are enjoying them. <laughs> From looks of some of people's there, it looks like maybe they enjoy it a little too much. Anyway, last was Fireside Anchors, which was interesting place because there is no inside room, but very large fire pit for sitting around and good place for large group get-togethers. No innkeeper was there when I visit, but still, nice place. One place we see was called Catty Cathy's, which Alice noticed as we were walking up street. Nice lady lived there named Catherine Morgan, but oh, she had so many kids, and Alice just had to go in and pet all of them. While Tao Lin and I wait for her to visit with cats, we notice there is aquarium with bird wearing diving helmet. Well, I never see anything like this. And what do you think happened? I reach into water to touch bird to see if it was real. And next thing I know, this crazy bird with diving helmet jump on my head and stay with me rest of time there. <laughs> Tao Lin and Alice think it's very funny, but... You know, I don't think so. Oh, okay, so that would explain a little bit of a mess on the back of your cloak. You you might want to get that looked at. Uh, oh, thanks, Tush. God, such a mess. Anyway, two other places we visit that Alice liked very much. First was Goldman's Cafe that have very pretty display of all kinds of sweets. But Alice was very disappointed that no one was selling anything. If you visit this place, make sure and go up to top floor where they have very nice private sitting room with cozy fire and many books to read and pretty, pretty view from balcony. You know, I asked Baker Andrew Noel why nothing was for sale and only answer he give me is that he bakes only for Kaltiran nobles. But he was nice enough to give Alice cupcake before we go. So for a snob, I guess he's not such a bad guy. Then we take Alice to Tucker's Toys, a gnome toy shop run by proprietor Bangle Wobblebunk. She have very nice selection of toys, and we buy Alice toy train set, and <laughs> Dowlin buy wind-up gorilla, which she thought was very cute. Wow, did you get yourself anything? No, no, I, I think I'm a little too old for toys. Oh, come on, Velmec, you're never too old for toys. Um, Tush, how old do you think I am? Gee, I I don't know, it's never really come up. I, I guess I always thought you were just a little older than me. Eh, actually quite a bit older than that. But maybe we talk about that another time. Well, anyway... After visit all these places, it was getting very late in day, so we look for a real inn to stay the night. We find a place called Scurvy Lamb, but it turns out this was not in either. There were a lot of Kaltiran nobles reading books and talking about what they read. We ask one of peoples there if there is inn any place nearby. They say there is nothing close, but they see we have small child with us, and invite us to stay the night there in cozy little room upstairs, which I must say was very gracious of them. 
So we stay there overnight, and next morning we have breakfast at Curious Octopus in Mariner's Row, which I talked about a few weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Isn't that where you met with your cousin Demises the first time? Yes, yes. Hey, good memory, Tosh. Anyway, Curious Octopus was just as nice as before, with very nice selection of food and drink. So, overall, I think this trip was very fun for me, Alice, and Taolin. Well, I'm glad you all had a good time. So, what's your final review of Upton Borough? You know, with all places that sell drink but no food, <laughs> I think maybe they have little drinking problem there. But all in all, they have many nice, interesting, and fancy, fancy places. It is definitely worth taking time to explore, but for family trip, it was just okay. I give Upton Borough three and a half crystals overall for nice, interesting places, but there's no formal inn. Well, there you have it, folks. Next time you're in Borealis and are looking for an interesting place to visit and get some pretty good drinks, it sounds like Upton Borough is the place for you. Thanks for another great review this week, Velmic. Until next week, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka to you, Tosh. See you next week. We'll wrap up the show this week with a letter from Professor Talib. Okay, what do we got here? Oh, boy. Assignment for Journalism 201. Tosh Mafuni. Now that I'm back in Half Hill and we're starting a new term, I want to give you some specific assignments to further your career as a journalist. The first thing I want you to do is practice a skill that all journalists need. Interviewing. Oh, boy. As you know, the Horde and the Alliance are at war right now, but that doesn't seem to mean that all members of the Horde and Alliance are hostile to each other. I've learned in my work that many members of both factions, to say nothing of those unaffiliated with either faction, are concerned about the future of the planet and are supportive of Magni's work for Azeroth. As part of the small-town view of a big-world focus in your weekly reports, I'd like you to interview a variety of races and find out what they think about how to reconcile Horde and the Alliance, and how to get them to work together to save Azeroth from the devastating blow struck by Sargeras. How do ordinary citizens of Azeroth think we can create a more peaceful world? <sighs> wow. This is going to be a challenge. Listeners, I think I'm going to need your help. If you'd be interested in being interviewed, drop me a line here at the half Hill Report. My grade this year is really going to depend on you. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn. Open around the clock and serving the finest food and drink to be found anywhere in the valley, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew. Brewed with pride by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And make sure to tune in later this week for another exciting episode of yours truly, Donnie Copper. Join that wisecracking investigator for the Bank of Azeroth in this week's adventure, the Guild Bank Shuffle. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria.
Want more awesomeness every week? Visit weeklyawesome.com. Weekly podcasts to make your week better. Remember to smile and be awesome.